2: It's Jim Kramer here. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Don't miss a minute of the action.
0: Good Thursday morning, and welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm David Faber. He's Jim Kramer. Carl has the morning off. Let's give you a look at futures before we get started with trading right here at the New York Stock Exchange 30 minutes from now, and we are looking for what would be a higher open of course, who knows? That's a nice move, though, potentially in the Nasdaq. We'll keep an eye on that. Let's start with our roadmap this morning, uh, which starts with warning signs. Jamie Dimon, this was yesterday, but we're still talking about it for obvious reasons. Talks about an economic hurricane potentially coming. Ryan Moynihan, though, the CEO of Bank of America, he downplays those risks, saying, hey, hurricanes come every year.
2: But he's in North Carolina. He didn't just say it. was geographic.
0: Plus, Sheryl Sandberg is out at Facebook parent meta platforms, why Jim thinks it does mark a moment that you're going to want to pick up some shares.
2: Yeah, like that. Buying opportunity.
0: And uh, I want to talk hedge funds, Tiger Global down another 14% last month, its losses at least for the year exceeding well over 50%, plenty to sort of go over there. But let's start with the markets and uh, the economic warning signs, at least from the likes of Jamie Dimon. We talked a bit about this at the end of our show yesterday, Jim. Um, Leslie Picker was covering it. You obviously covered it on Mad Money last night as well. And now we got Moynihan sort of coming out and saying, you know, not quite uh, as bad a weather as you might think, Mr. Dimon.
2: Not a lot of people talked about when he said things were good, but the stock jumped from 123 to 130. All anyone can talk about is this hurricane. I mean, it's almost as if he picked the one word that has scared everyone. I have so many, I mean, I was at a dinner last night, and guests came a little late, so I was able to talk to everyone. Every single person at this restaurant said to me, you know, who's at my part of the room said, think it'll be a hurricane, think it'll be a hurricane. And I said, I don't know, last week it was sunny. This literally was one of the most crazy mixed messages I, I've ever seen. Yeah. And this is time for Jamie Dimon to come on and, and, and just clarify. update, update and, score, and I yes. guess
0: to your point, we were just showing it. It was only a last Monday, so what, 10 days ago, where he <laughs> was talking about storm clouds potentially dissipating. And then yesterday, not today, but yesterday, thank you, it is there, uh, brace yourself for a hurricane. Um, now, again, the he did, to his w- point, he did say, could be mild. Or could be a mild or, hurricane, or could be Andrew well, with heavy winds, or could be Sandy with incredible flooding. So both of those are really well. Bad.
2: I mean, but what matters to me is which one do you think was most scripted? I don't know. So that well, no. I mean, if it's scripted, then I mean, then I it's to,
0: been thought about as opposed exactly. to exactly.
2: No, you're right. Because some people, when they are off the cuff, say some words that they might regret. David, this just could be a tempest. Yep.
0: Uh, Moynihan, as you just said. We're in North Carolina. You got hurricanes that come every year. He, he, he's just not seeing it. No, he's not and, it. and he, to his credit, whether
2: right or wrong, has been consistent. Oh, my God. Wait, look, he's been the consumer strong. That is just true. Oh. I mean, that's just true. We don't see. David, we're going to get to Chewy at a certain point. But the consumer strong, consumer strong, consumer strong. Well, that's for dog food. But you know, it doesn't matter. You get consumer strong on almost all the retailers, the ones that, I mean, obviously Target, how strong was the consumer? Or did they have the wrong merchandise? Yes. But we've had almost every single retailer, and unless, you're, unless you have really bad fashion stuff, a la American Eagle Outfitters, consumer strong. See, the consumer isn't weak who goes to American Eagle Outfitters, and is no. strong at the other places.
0: Right, and Bank of America is certainly as good as any source to sort of get that from. I agree with he you. He and Jane Frazier at City as well, uh, in her last interview that she did with Sarah Davos, Talking a lot still about how much cash is in the consumer's coffers. Charlie now Sharp it's going down all the time.
2: It. Charlie Sharp is the CEO of Wells Fargo. Yes, he is. Uh, do you know that how many people comment on that? That I did not mention he was the CEO of Wells Fargo. Well I think and sometimes. Jimmy says, sometimes you're too insider, Yes,
0: I feel like sometimes we end, we, we tend to do that here at that desk and we want but to we're invite changing everybody that. in. We're changing it. So we want people to understand. So Charlie Sharp, the CEO of <laughs> Wells Fargo. one of the largest banks One of the world. largest banks in the country.
2: And um, what he's saying, David. Um, is what? Oh, basically, it's the credit. We should be focused on losses and bad loans, okay? Criticized loans, as they said. Now, I've got to tell you, David, lowest at Wells Fargo. I mean, I think you got to go back to the Stagecoach days. John Ford, fabulous movie.
0: Yes, Stagecoach with John Ford was right. a fabulous Absolutely. movie. Who's the director, do you know? That's John Ford. Oh, John Ford was the director. Right. Right, I'm sorry, who was the... Well, on the one hand... yes.
2: All right. now, you're, David, you're getting, you know what? I don't know. David, we coach, haven't if even made that clear. We're nine oh four, and we haven't gotten to GameStop yet. What is the deal? Well, I don't want to talk GameStop, GameStop
0: yet. I want to well, talk broader market still. Uh, yeah, I want okay. to get, GameStop is a sideshow. Let's talk about
2: it a little later, just a little later. No, you're right, David. We have been getting mixed messages every day. Yes, and it's annoying because what will happen is you'll have a company that our viewers might actually know, which is. Uh, as C3AI. Yes, I remember and when it went public. Wedbush, uh, another debacle, quarter, and guide. The disappointment continues. Deferred revenue well below street. And then you have MongoDB. MongoDB's good. Mm-hmm. But what, what's the common currency of all these? Price target cut, price target cut. Price. Because all the price targets were set during the halcyon days, uh, right in November. Mm-hmm. So no matter what you do, I mean, the only price target bump I saw today, besides Chewy, was Costco. Right. Yeah, and that just confirms to me a lot of what I feel about, which is that Costco just may have had one of the great quarters, and nobody cared because Rich Galanti, the fabulous CFO, was on vacation in Italy, and we're all used to his—we're all used to his cynical, incredibly funny comments, like when um, he talked about people said, "What's going on in Shanghai when they close this close right. the store?" Many he goes, it's a pickle cucumbers."
0: Yeah. Yeah. Pickle cucumbers.
2: Just drops it there. You know, last night on your show,
0: you went through names that have fallen. I'd forgotten just how much. You mentioned it yesterday as well.
2: You what? So many lead into jeopardy. You had it on? No, it's I had on. The, I was
0: actually working of the thirty, my thirty rock office. Amazingly, okay. there were other people in the office. No, I couldn't believe it. I thought the place was. I thought maybe ago. they were mannequins, but they were real. Okay. Okay. Um, I didn't speak to any of them, but right. at least they were there. Uh, and I was doing some work there, and I had your show on. And uh, last night you were going through so many of these names. So many that have well, fallen so dramatically. And these are the which ones that young people in, bought. Right. Uh, and then I'm looking at Tiger's last 13F. Now, this is a Hope long don't time say ago. they have any of the ones? That oh, my. I mean, it's, did, you know, yeah. Did uh, they have all birds? They, I, all birds? They have. Birds, they have, they have no, they didn't have all birds. They have Anaplan. They're kind of technical. And man. they have Applovin. Uh, Applovin did not get. And they, and they have Atlassian. And they have. Team, team, uh, team. Yeah, then we'll move on to the Bees. They got Block and Bumble, Bumble? and
2: C3AI. They have C3AI. Oh, now, yeah. no, wait a second. Yeah? yeah can they we got get that. them on the phone right now?
0: Maybe. I mean, these are, by the way, these are old. I mentioned this because, of course, we have that news this morning about uh, that we can confirm that Tiger is down 14.3 in May. I've talked a lot about hedge funds. I was talking a lot about them in May, though, Jim, in the context of they were sellers and they were reducing risk, a la, for example, Co2 and Philippe Lafont, which I quoted. They raised so much cash, but not everybody, apparently, because some of the numbers that I'm getting from May from these hedge funds are atrocious and are taking them to levels where you just wonder how they can really save their business. When you're down more than 50%, as is Chase Coleman at Tiger, which was one of the great growth funds, by the way, Public and private. Remember, he's one of the largest private investors. And I don't I, you know, I don't know enough about whether it's a fully blended number um, overall, but the numbers are just staggering
2: at this point, Jim. And you do wonder but, but, but people are probably wondering, David, are these billion dollar funds? Are they? No, this is they start? A 20,
0: 30, 40, this is a huge, and they're huge down. Fund.
2: And they're down 50%. Yes. Enormous down 50%. Funds. People Correct. at home have to recognize Correct. this is highly
0: unusual. Yes, it is. I mean, highly unusual. That is just terrible. And it's, it's a terrible reflection overall, I think, in some ways of the industry and what's happened to the industry. We don't talk and about I, this I do nearly wonder, enough. We no. said we
2: focus on these firms and what their 13D is. It wonder,
0: to the point, you know, you talk about 13F. some of the stocks that are down sharply. I mean, did these guys make money because they were just risk takers? Um, and, you know, obviously leverage was working right for them. But they weren't really great stock pickers because something has gone wrong here lately. Namely, it, you know, it's one very prominent hedge fund manager who I will not mention by name said, this is an embarrassment for the industry. It's leveraged, it's not working, it's not doing your hedges properly, it's bad stock picking. Not quite sure what happened in May. I thought many of these hedge funds had taken their risk off, these they were done.
2: A, they have institutional money, university endowments? Oh yeah, of course, of course. And by the way,
0: they have a great track record For many years. But now, Gabe Plotkin and Melvin is done. He's becoming a family office. But he's... Unclear. And Mr. Coleman typically has never spoken with me. I don't really know him. Um, Unclear what that means. I know he had more money coming in recently. He put some of his own money in. You know, maybe you just slug it out for years and get back. But you know
2: what, Dave? People Um, at home may be saying, why is my stock down so much? Yeah. And it could be liquidation of some of these funds i don't know which ones are open where you end up with just this extraordinary endless selling pressure on the names i talked about last night right endless selling pressure and you, you'll, you'll bump into young people and they own every one of these right david they own all of them because it's what they wear and what they rent the runway david yep do you know how many people you have rent the run, runway on my team at, at mad money I, I, it's like that's what they do i saw because those. a dress is too expensive but that's, that's not a business. It's more of a dry cleaner. No. No. Oh, they'll hate that because they do want a dry cleaner. I mean, you know, these people will hate everything. You um, say it's negative.
0: We did get handed a piece of paper here to bring people up to date on Microsoft earnings, Jim. What? Because they uh, – it's in your hand there. The Take a look at it. Yeah, well, it's, it appears oh, the FX update. Okay. Twitter FX. So I'm not clear it's going to have any real impact, but we do want to share it because this it's is Microsoft. What,
2: this is what Benioff said is going to happen in Salesforce. And they want to get ahead of it. Amy Hood, obviously a fantastic C- CFO, uh, been there for years. This is going to hurt the stock, and then people are going to say, "Wait a second, why did I sell it?" Everyone knows this. It doesn't matter. This is going to hurt, and now everybody's going to have to put out.
0: So I'm looking here at various additional FX impact on the company. We've we've talked about how strong the dollar has been, of course. Yeah, you know, they have a lot of business um, in Tokyo. 18 cents a share for Intelligent Cloud, uh, 11 cents for what they're calling more personal computing. Overall, 40 a 46 cent. FX impact a share to their revenue guidance range well, said this was on a per time. share basis and on operating income it looks like 30, uh, 30 cents a share 25 cents the net income Jim if uh, I'm reading this properly I have my 12 this o'clock is the additional call. FX impact and therefore you got a revised guidance range of what is now a net income or let's call it a diluted earnings per share let's make this easy for Microsoft that is now 224 to 232 for the fourth quarter of fiscal year 2020.
2: Any company that has a lot of overseas is going to have to do this because the dollar's been so crazed. Right. Uh, The problem is the first guys get hit, right? But Benioff explained it well. He did. Yeah, tell us. Well, he just said, look, I've been to Tokyo. as a tourist. It's unbelievable. I do a lot of business in Tokyo. Uh, It's entirely the reason why I did not be able to bump what people wanted me to bump it.
0: Typically, I find through the years, investors overlook FX. Yes, that's
2: what I'm saying is Microsoft could have flagged this the way Benioff did, which is wait for the quarter. But Amy Hood isn't like that. The CFO is rigorous and she's seeing these numbers, recognizes that this is a trend and gets ahead of it. But then people sell it and then they don't realize by the third week, everyone has this. And they say, "Oh, Microsoft buying opportunities." Which they, I got my twelve o'clock conference call today. You know, for, and for my club. And you're right. And i it.
0: it was April twenty-sixth when they provided guidance last. Right. And the additional FX impact is uh, calculated through the end of May. Right. Um, and actual results, obviously, for the quarter may be may vary because things could move the so other people way. people are
2: going to sell but Apple, They right? did want to oh, well, update. Apple's it was banned. about a
0: month worth, but we know, I mean, we can bring up the dollar and just Alphabet's show what's happened. has got
2: big European. I mean, you know, yeah, let's look at the dollar because this is the kind of thing that people at home have to recognize that in three weeks, everyone's going to be asterisking this. And there it is. And there you go. On. Look you, at that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're going to penalize Microsoft for? I mean, yes, if Azure was slowing or if desktop was slowing, we know desktop's actually doing pretty well. But let people freak out so we can buy more Microsoft at my club, okay? Um, and finally, let's uh, let's move on to uh,
0: to Meta. Everything's going to be down because uh, of that. this morning because you know I did tease you saying that you think it's a buy here with Sandberg's departure.
2: Well, when I spoke to Cheryl last night, she emphasized the team. There are a lot of people in that team. Yes, there uh, are. She did not, by any means, have uh, there were it, entirely related to her fourteen years. I can identify that. After 14 years, she said, by the way, when she joined, that she would only do it for five years. And right. she ended up 14. Uh, she is instrumental in sales, particularly for small to medium-sized business. I do, that does concern me, but uh, not a reason to sell. People will say that the Microsoft Microsoft's going to send all these down. You think so? Even though it's FX, you think
0: Microsoft will send No, because it's viewed stuff? as a pre-announcement. Oh, yeah, but it's not about, as you said, it's not
2: about
3: well, people it's have not to about a reduced
0: first. demand for their product. No, and that's why. At least not yet.
2: No, and that's why I say if you're selling on this, you're going to look, look back three weeks from now and say, why did I sell on this? Right. Uh, meta, uh, look, Mark is hard. Mark Zuckerberg is hard at work making uh, reels, to c- being, try and compete with TikTok. Co- well, coordinated better with Instagram. So it's mm-hmm. not. It's not perfect yet, but as he gets it, it will be. And he's working on the Meta which has not advertising supported that I know of. Cheryl's really oh, advertising.
0: Look, you wrote something there with Jeff Marks
2: about why that's a good time to buy. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and look, I just think that when you look at a company like like Facebook, like Meta, yes. and you've been at it and at it and at it, now you've got to be at Meta, and you're really an advertising person. Maybe you would want to do philanthropy, which is what she told me she wants to do, lean. She's very philanthropic She's person. a billionaire, isn't she? Yeah. How could she not be? She is. How could we not be?
0: Uh, we are because not. We don't do that. I can't speak for well, you. Well, son, you're closer. No.
2: Neither one of Stop us is anywhere it. near Stop that. Stop it! Don't even say it. You know, people I know. don't even say that. No. But I will say this. Yes. Uh, she did do a lot uh, small, medium-sized business, and yes. that's been a mainstay of Instagram, Facebook. So someone may say, that's going to go down. I'm going to disagree with that. And once again, I want to emphasize an awful lot of advertising, which will take us back to to Snap and whether that was an outlier, but. But this is going to control today, and it should.
0: Really, you think it's going to control the day?
2: That's what people do. The FX update? Microsoft's down five.
0: Microsoft is Microsoft. But a tree Thank is a you. tree. You like that? Microsoft is Microsoft. Kind of that's gems. probably the most profound thing you've ever said on show. that I like to share on air. I think that...
2: Wait, wait, just a second. I'll take it down. Uh, yeah, Microsoft is Microsoft. I'll use that on my club call. You should. I would go out with that big. Tweet that. Someone at dinner last night says, Do you really like David Faber? And you don't answer. Well, usually they say, Do I hate David Faber? This was. <laughs> or, Do you think David Faber is a complete idiot? Hmm. I said, No. Pops is a Jeopardy
0: we have to go. Still to come, though, we're going to have an exclusive with Fed Vice Chair Lael Brainerd. That's going to be her first interview, by the way, since being confirmed by the Senate. Sarah Eisen will be with me next hour, and she will bring that to us. Let's give you a look at futures. Of course, we get ready to trade here. We start trading in about 13 minutes. Things changed with that Microsoft morning. Oh. Jim was right. All I mean, right. the NASDAQ looked like it was going to be up.
2: No, nope. no. Nope. Amy Hood. Thanks for nothing. CFO. Thanks for nothing, Amy.
0: We got some news out from Ford, and Phil Lebeau has that for us. Good morning, Phil.
4: David, a big investment from Ford as it ramps up or prepares to ramp up for greater production over the next couple of years, specific, specifically with electric vehicles, but also with internal combustion engine vehicles. The company announcing it will be investing $3.7 billion, adding 6,200 new jobs in Michigan, Ohio, Missouri. In addition, 3,000 temporary jobs are now going to be converted into permanent positions. So when you look at this expansion by Ford, and again, it's over three states, Michigan, Ohio, and Missouri. A number of things are being at play here. There's going to be a new commercial EV that will be built in Ohio. They're going to expand production up to 150,000 units annually of the F-150 Lightning. That expanded production happening uh, in Michigan. They're also going to be adding. Uh, or retooling for the next version of the Mustang, as well as uh, for the Ford Ranger pickup truck. So that's on the ICE side. Bottom line is this, as you take a look at the EV market, and Ford in the first quarter, it ended the first quarter in the third position in terms of EV deliveries. We'll see what happens in the second quarter. So for Ford, this is all about getting up to producing 2 million electric vehicles annually by 2026. You got to put the pieces in place in order to ramp up production down the road. Also, with regard to Ford and sales, we got the main numbers in down 4.5%. Not a huge surprise. It was a lackluster month across the board for all of the automakers when it came to sales. Guys, the annual sales rates for the month, not total sales, but the sales rate for the month, 12.8 million vehicles. That's much lower than what a lot of people were expecting Kind of raises some questions about whether or not we may, may be seeing the start of some demand destruction out there. Wow, Phil, I've got to
2: tell you, in light of yesterday's mortgage numbers, uh, if you're the Fed, I think you may be thinking you're winning. Is there any way that that can be related to semiconductor
4: shortage or is that just straight out decline in demand? Hard to tell. I, I think it, it definitely is related to the semiconductor shortage, Jim. There's no doubt about that. Look, it's a tight inventory market out there. Go out to a dealership right now. It's hard to find what you're looking for. So that clearly is still a factor here. I think one month is, is not enough data for us to say we're seeing demand destruction. But it is weaker than people were expecting.
2: Very, very important.
4: Yeah. Phil, thank
0: you. Phil LeBeau. All right. Up next, we're going to keep moving on here, take a quick break, and then we'll get uh, Jim's mad dash as we count you down to that opening bell. We're back ready right for this.
3: Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Sheyi, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at comcastcorporation.com. What's on the horizon for financial markets at PGM, It's a question that over 1400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals, specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with P. Jim, a leading global asset manager.
0: Well, it is the news of the morning so far, about 2%, but it did turn the uh, NASDAQ as well. Microsoft giving us a uh, FX update through May for its fourth quarter, fiscal year 22, fourth quarter. Uh, and given the move in the dollar, obviously, they're taking a hit. Uh, we're going to have a lot more on that. Get Jim's take and
1: his mad dash right for this. Any, uh, you know, pullback that we're seeing is very consistent with the rest of the industry in discretionary purchases such as hard goods, uh, etc. And I think, uh, you know, up until the macro environment stabilizes, we should expect to see Uh, You know, similar trends, at least in pet, we should expect to see a similar momentum and similar trends through the rest of the year.
0: All right, let's get to a mad
2: dash. That was the CEO of Chewy, which is the focus of your mad dash. I think this is really important because as a metaphor for this market, what is Sumit Singh saying? He's saying that there's a really strong consumer versus difficult operating environment. So what you want to try to do is triumph over the difficult operating environment, and that's what people are doing. They think it's that, that Chewy's done this. But David also, 23.5% of the float is short. So people were betting on a big shortfall. They didn't get it. Uh, they're introducing Care Plus, which is an insurance business, uh, you know, brand, developing brand dog. loyalty. Why? Yeah, so people don't think they just, that all they do is deliver pet food, which is obviously not a great business. But
0: you know, you say it's, reflective. it's also reflective of what we've seen over the last six months. I mean, that stock was almost 100 bucks. It's down sixty-five
2: percent for the year. It is part of that whole ilk of companies that people got very excited about. They yeah. used Chewy. They saw a lot of boxes on the street Chewy. So then they bought the stock Chewy. Right. I know people who bought the stock who said, "Jim, there's a big influx and more people have pets by Chewy."
0: This well, is the way yeah, we bought in
2: 1982. Another pandemic effect. A lot of people got dogs, for yeah. example. So it's kind of a bit of a short squeeze. It could last a while, but in the end, it's because the stock's down so much and there's so much short. Notice I didn't say cause the numbers were great. Because the numbers are good. And there's what are the here, David? Yeah, uh, you can take a look back at the real time exchange. Looks like
0: we were going to have a fairly positive open until we got that FX guidance from Microsoft. Here at the big board LNG company, Accelerate Energy, celebrating a recent listing at the NASDAQ Auto Loan Provider, Credit Acceptance. I have
2: uh, EE on tonight. You do? Accelerate Yeah, they are. What do they for, do? They facilitate LNG shipping. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine Catbird seat? What an unbelievable time to be in that business. Yes. So, uh, let's pay attention that there are some small caps that are good. Uh, By the way, also David, people are gonna be looking at domestic companies with very little or no, you know, of course, dollar exposure, and they're gonna buy them. So, they'll buy Kroger today, you know what I mean? Right. They'll buy the small caps, which, by the way, MarketWatch has a very good piece today about how small caps are the lowest, the best valuation in years. Small caps. Yeah. Yeah. no, I don't know. I mean, you always see these things. You say, oh, should I go buy a small cap? Go buy a small cap ETF, if you believe in that. Right. Uh, you know, it's, uh, the cheapest they've been in at least 24 years, and I don't want people to go pick a small cap that is mimic this. This is one, and I usually don't recommend ETFs, but play it with ETFs because you might be in the wrong one.
0: Um, Let's get back to the story of the morning, which we got to at about 9.08, 9.10, which of course is that updated guidance from Microsoft, if you haven't heard. Uh, Simply saying, hey, we gave you guidance on April 26th, and then the dollar uh, continued to strengthen, Um, although recently it's been weakening a bit. Yes, Um, but but so through the end of May, we felt like we've got to update you because uh, what we'd previously seen as 228 to 235 a share for the quarter, the fourth quarter, Fiscal 22 uh, is now 224 to 232, $2.24 to $2.32 a share. So a reduction of, let's call it what, you know, four or five cents. Not that much. Not that much, Jim, but it is taking 3.7% out of the uh, stock of what is what was before the beginning of trading, a $2 trillion market value company, one of the largest in the world, uh, and also uh, investors took on it, looking at other things. You started this with Salesforce and yeah. Benny off the other day because they cited currency as well. Well, it
2: was great. He, there, people said there is a uh, disappointing forecast. And he said, what am I supposed to do? I just came from Tokyo. They're letting the, the yen fall. Uh, am I supposed to say, you know what? There's no demand in Tokyo. No, demand is great. So let's let's extrapolate. The company I think of, it's a Chapel Trust name. We talked about this at 12 o'clock. Yes. Procter & Gamble. They're often cited as being the most currency-sensitive of the consumer product companies. So I'm sure there'll be some wise guys selling it, betting that Procter will have to do the same thing as Microsoft. And what I'm going to say is, if they do it today, you'll be lucky. If they wait for the end of the quarter, you go to work. Because because everyone's going to be able to say, hey, I'm used to this, I know it, I'm not focused on it. But Microsoft is a great American company, and when they put out something, people are going to expect that everybody does. And Microsoft's down a lot.
0: Yeah, that's a fairly big move on that kind of an adjustment to earnings per share based on
2: the movement in the dollar. But if you buy that today, the dollar's not going to fall again tomorrow. You might have an opportunity. Right. right? Dollars are not, they're not going to pre-announce tomorrow. No, they're they're not. not. So you're selling it today. Why? Because others are selling it, and that's what you do, right? That's that's money management. No! It's wrong. Money management is what you're doing with uh, Tiger.
0: Yeah, speaking of, we've got more details on Tiger. Yeah, um, sure th- about There is a letter out. I did not have it. Uh, Bloomberg has, and there's a lot of different things going on there. You know, I've talked often about private investments. Obviously, Vision Fund, the largest uh, private yeah. investor. Tiger, right? So many enormous positions right. and has done so incredibly well in terms of being fairly early, not venture money, but right. for these many growth companies, many of which are now public. Um, D1. But you know the questions are: How do you mark them? What's happened to them? Is it simply off the public peers? What's the impact on the overall portfolio? Marketed, he is now I, essentially. Um, he Tell he is Chase Coleman, uh, the man who runs Tiger. Right. By the way, this brought Never back trust memories. a man with two ass names. This brought back memories, and I've been uh, my old colleague Ron and Son and I, when we interviewed Julian Robertson of the original Tiger. These are all Tiger cubs. The original man who ran one of the most successful hedge right. funds, and then got into things that were not necessarily his core competency. Took in so much money, got enormous, and I'll never forget our sit-down many, many, many years ago. Ron and I both, I think he tells me, I broke the story, and then he obviously knew Robertson well, and we both went and interviewed him. Historic, when he was closing Tiger. And then you had these guys who were still young, but certainly were very young then, who went out The Tiger Cubs. He's the most successful of all of them, is Chase Coleman in many ways. But having a horrible year, down 52% or more, it may be at this point, and preventing investors in his private fund from getting out, essentially making it side pocket. He is going to allow you to redeem more than you would from the public equity side. He's also reducing fees by 50 basis points through December 2023. Why is
2: he taking a fee at all?
0: In quoting a letter here, we take very seriously our recent performance does not live up to the standards we've set for ourselves over the last 21 years and that you rightfully expect our team remains maximally motivated. He's maximally, maximally motivated. I don't know if he had been previously, but now he is. Maximally fun. motivated maximally fun. to earn back recent losses. So
2: well, that's what we've got. Look, from, I feel uh, bad. Okay, I mean, no, you can't feel bad for rich people. My God,
0: he's a multi-billionaire. Right. I, okay, so that, um, exactly. and it depends on where you've invested with him. They've invested in the last couple of years. But I need You're to know his stocks. Happy. I need They're to not know his
2: stocks because I got to avoid those stocks. Well, it? The damage only, already
0: done? Yeah, I've only got his last thirteen ups. I don't know what happened there. You know, a lot of it's it could be it's on the private side as well. It's the marks there. Right. I mean, down fourteen from May. Oh. Although I got other names too. I you know, I, I'm seeing, Light Street down big numbers. That's another well-known hedge fund. I don't know, Jim, you would have thought many of these guys would have and ladies would have gotten out. Well, look, I take, mean, there's two guys. And of, the way, uh, way LaFont did it, two. you know, right, got out, right. said, I don't but, get this market. I'm stepping aside.
2: There's two kinds of companies that will, could have lost you that much money. Companies like the home builders, the steel companies with the multiple shrunk dramatically. Right. You know, Lennart's got a five, five times earnings. Yeah. Or all these companies that came public. And they seemed so interesting, right? Yeah. I mean how about like the grill companies? Like, hey I have a Weber, I'm gonna buy the stock of Weber. Right. Well I got a trigger. I'm gonna buy a stock of trigger. <laughs> oh really? Okay, well there it goes. What kind of shoes are you wear? I'll buy that. I mean, it was it was it was nuts.
0: I mean, listen, you look through the last and this; these are all so dated. The last 13F. I mean, it's every growth name you've ever heard. Te- of. Not Teladoc, please. Oh. say no. Oh, oh it's say gotta no to be in here. It's gotta be. Please in here. to the Don't tees. say
2: Teladoc. Hold on, we got Zoom. There's like five companies Zendesk, you, can, uh, you can, By the way, hey, Zendesk. Just a second, I got my doctor. No, phone. At, I'll call uh, you back. Oh, this is second doctor. I'm getting a third opinion right now.
0: Teladoc. No, I don't think. Nope. Nope. No. Toast. Twilio. Uber. I said UiPath. Toast was toast when it came out. UiPath, you did that last night. UiPath. UiPath. Yeah. Yeah. UiPath. They, hey, they had an excellent UiPath. number. Yeah.
2: They had an excellent number. I think the stock was up for ten. Look at this, David. You, you, you. Have, the stock is up ten percent. But oh, wait a second. It's at eighteen. It, it, it traded at eighty-two. So good RX.
0: That was another one you mentioned. Good RX. Oh yeah. my God, that's
2: fantastic. Yeah. You get a coupon there. <laughs> you get a you coupon? do. You get a coupon. I mean, Good RX. Listen, David, this is a good one. It was at forty-eight. In September of last year, and now it's at seven. How about data when dog? Is that? Just a sec. Is that a five for one? Data dog. For one? Six for one. Data, data, dog. data dog's real. Data, data dog's real. Don't right. sl- don't put that in that category. I feel like we're. I feel like Data dog is the chewy. Uh, oh no. I feel like yeah, we're it's doing ninety-seven. A little lightning around here. Data dog and Chewy. It's kind of a. All right, you, you mentioned know, a Chewy. Dog
0: fun that puts me in mind of GameStop uh, earnings. Or lack thereof, really, is a better way. Losses well, reported yeah. by GameStop. David, it's GameStop. Worth a
2: mention, Forget your, it, David. It's give the me your GameStop. Thoughts. All right, so, um, I remember I told them that they have to go yes. NFT, crypto wallet. Yes. So in the release, they're talking, it's all about the crypto wallet and the NFT. I had the NFT first and then crypto second, but that's okay because I, I, I don't have a patent. Uh, Baird actually comments on it, saying Nintendo good. Matt Furlong, led the uh, conference call, the CEO, uh, $340 million, higher cash balance than before. I think that's important, even though they're losing a lot of money, they have a billion dollars in the bank. David, all told. Yes. Forget it, David. Forget it's it. GameStop. It's GameStop. Because eating. there was no q and it. It's Chinatown. There's no Q&A. Jake, it's Chinatown. Yeah, give me the penknife. knife. I'll do it to your nose. David, this Q&A yeah. doesn't exist. So why don't you take some, honestly. How do you do... Wait, I'm sorry. What There's the... no Q&A on the GameStop conference call. Okay, but they and explain about... to people why that's important. Well, because analysts usually cover a company, and they can say, "Well, wait a second. I want to know you had a two dollar and eight cent loss. Uh, we were looking for a dollar loss. Right? Could you say? Why do you say sales are in line? But what happened there? How did software get to be such a big collectibles? Um, Paul, they did the collectibles. Actually, decent business. But David, when you don't have any q and I think you tend to be suspicious that the company may not be as forthcoming, that's all. It's, but mine, it doesn't matter, because it's GameStop. Is the uh, is the chairman. It's GameStop, that's why I say GameStop could be up, on well, the worst quarter possible, GameStop could be up 20, because that GameStop is some sort of like a Paris Commune, yeah, you know? like Berlin 1919, kind of. You want
0: to explain that a little bit more to
2: people too? Well, it, it is, um, it's a class struggle. The people who buy it think they're getting rich people. They're attacking rich people. It's a class struggle. Well, Gabe Plotkin from Melvin already become well, he, a family office. He was Trotsky they, and they're stopping. He stolen. started it all off. Hey, ice pick. No, like, I mean, look, I have to tell you, a, a terrible way to invest is to think you're getting hedge funds by buying the stock and hurting them. Right. It's better to invest because you like the company.
0: What would this stock trade on if it was trading purely on fundamentals? Purely on its ability, the company's ability to actually earn money well, in a, what is obviously a changing environment for its key product, which is still well, selling okay, games yeah. out of a store.
2: Well, mm, you know, let's say we had uh, Strauss-Zelnick right now. Yes. I think Strauss would see. The CEO of Take-Two take take two. Interactive. Say, look, yeah. A lot of people buy things online now. So what you care about is the online numbers. Right. EA would say the same thing. Yes. If Bobby Kodak. Yeah. Activision and Microsoft. Or but they Microsoft do sell... ...potentially
0: sell, the future owner you know, of Yeah, They Activision. sell some
2: hardware, and the fact is, is uh, as you would know, in, Nintendo is still backward. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the great Corey Barry delivered a fantastic number at, at Best Buy, I would say, as long as you have that hardware component that's in demand, then you have, you have a business. Right. Uh, do you have a business that's worth $8 billion? Uh, probably not. But you have a business. What you'd have to do is you'd have to measure it versus Best Buy, which is uh, market cap is eighteen billion, and you'd have to do a sales sales analysis for the comps. And I didn't come; I did not do the comps this morning, so I don't know. But Um, you wouldn't; it wouldn't be not; it would not be eight billion. It would would would, not; it would be less. Well, unless you really think that the NFT business is a fabulous business. Now, we did we can cover the person, the oh, yeah, FBI, and the rest. Uh... Former employee of NFT Marketplace, charged in first-ever digital asset insider trading scheme. This is Southern District of New York. Tend not to be jokers. Uh, Damian Williams, U.S. Uh, state attorney, totally heavyweight guy, United States attorney for the Southern District of New York, uh, Michael Dr- uh, Driscoll from the FBI, have announced, wow, wait a second, the uh, unseem indictment charging Nathaniel Chastain, former product manager at Ozone Networks, DBA, uh open sea for basically front running what was put on, on the home. NFTs. Page. But which, don't you think what's interesting, David here? Insider trading. Yes, but there's no real security. No, but it's interesting that they're bringing a case. But maybe NFTs are securities. Maybe this is a way to securitize NFTs. This case, well, which
0: no one noticed yesterday. Token
2: tokenizing and securitizing are certainly similar. Well, uh okay. but, by the way, Solana? Wasn't Solana supposed to be the currency we were all going to use at the store? And tumbles 10%, outage of the blockchain. Uh, you get Mike Nav- Novogratz on the phone here. Maybe get some... In- all right, I want, to, I want to move
0: on. I want to move you on, though, to oil and gas, which you also spent a lot of time on the show last night yeah. talking about okay. as well. We got Exxon and Chevron, sort of our two key names that we keep an eye on. Uh, down, not down sharply. No, at all. OPEC no. OPEC is out with... Uh, we've got some, at least according to sources... Green knows. Green
2: or knows. Stop trading. A green I'm not, sim- I'm not symptomatic. I don't have it. I got PCR. I'm not worried. I just actually... I'm not worried. I, I, have I have had it recently. I well, I think it's important. I've got some immunity. Uh, OPEC Look at agrees to this. This raise
0: output by 648,000 barrels a day. Oh, well, that's
2: 216,000 barrels more. Now, we're pumping and, a million barrels out in of the SPR. Last I looked, the strategic program was supposed to be strategic, not trying to get it so that our oil prices sit down. They haven't been able to. This is another one like the Microsoft dollar story. It's much to do about nothing. 216,000 more barrels. What matters is where the Russian oil's going. And there are enough countries that are willing to abet Russia by buying their oil. That's kind of meaningless what they do.
0: Well, as you pointed out, the EU's uh, sent $30 billion to Russia since the invasion of Ukraine. And now you said a very
2: conservative number. Now, uh, Now, that's not all profit. It does cost them something to get it out of the ground. Putin is historical. He cares tremendously about what happened in uh, in Kharkov in 1940, in the Great Encirclement battles, in the, uh, after the uh, Barbarossa was started in 41. And what I think he's doing is stalling for time until it gets cold, and then he will shut off the natural gas. And he thinks that Europe well, will cave. They, Europe better
0: figure out a way to make sure they. And that's they why get, the LNG uh, story the is so gas. important.
2: Uh, it is. It is. Look, I'm not kidding. We this have is like a lot of it. that. We've is what I would do if I was trying. MongoDB, David, it's we, almost up one percent. Stop trading.
0: <laughs> we. Uh, we do have a uh, we do have a you know, this climate change issue. Some people want to deal with. You don't seem particularly concerned. Well, about
2: you it. okay. So what did they do? They shut down the non-carbon nukes in order to be able to take carbon yeah. from Russia. Can you Germany, tell me under what Germany, guise that's no, smart?
0: Germany's decision to to
2: Bill advised to uh, decommission. Bill advised raised his eyebrows. Where is Angela Merkel? I don't know where she is. With Ma? I don't think
0: so. No. That'd be an interesting pairing, though. Once powerful people? Yes. Yes. And perhaps yet to still be. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Caught up in a hurricane. Oops, that's Jimmy Um, Diamond. By the way, uh, ExxonMobil, we talk about it. I keep wanting to remind people. June 22nd. What? We had to change the date. June 22nd. Oh, shoot. Let me go into Twitter. Same time, right? 8 o'clock? Yeah. I already did it. Uh, Yeah, thank you for that. Um, we'll have a lot more, of course, as we get closer. But, David, I want people to understand. a very important documentary because it's dealing with all these issues that we talk about every day, namely, how do you produce more in a world where you've got to leave a lot in the ground unless you're going to, if you burn it all, then we're going to far surpass the, the uh, goals of Paris in terms of, uh, not the goals, we're going to blow through the s- 1.5 Celsius. But if talk about carbon
2: sequestration, it's great. Now, David, how many hours training did you get before you went on that trip? Safety training. Uh, I had eight hours of helicopter ditching training. People just think these companies are so reckless. They are anything but reckless. Yes, they are the opposite. Right? Yes. I All know right. we've got to move on, but I can just we say we move on. that it's not, not June 23rd, it's June 22nd. Thank you. We will It's remind. staying at eight? Yes, it's staying at eight.
0: <laughs> Apparently, the January 6th hearings are a primetime event on the 23rd. Who knew? Uh, perhaps Bob Bassani knew because he knows all, certainly when it comes to the markets. Let's get over to Bob. Helicopter
1: ditching training. Mm. I wish I was there for you yeah. on that one, David. <laughs> that, that I want to see. Give me the outtakes. Uh, we'll,
0: I, we have it, Bob.
1: We're going to show it. We I, are going to show see, it. Now, that I want to see for sure. By the way, you look great in dark sunglasses <laughs> and a hard hat. Uh, so we were doing fine until Microsoft came out a little after 9 o'clock. We lost 20 points on that, but it's not that bad right now. Just take a look at the sectors. Uh, Materials are having a great day. Mosaics doing great. uh, Some of these other big names that are out there doing great Uh, in that group. uh, Nucor, Freeport, McLaren's having a great morning. Industrials are great. Uh, Caterpillar, Honeywell, Boeing doing doing really well. Energy taking a little bit of a breather, of course, uh, uh, as as oil was down. And you see the modest move down in tech. Just take a look at MegaCap here. Uh, Microsoft is Costing about 45, 50 points uh, on the Dow right now, not that dramatic. Uh, remember, you're talking about, you know, maybe two percent on uh, in terms of how they reduced their earnings per share estimates uh, for the quarter, and this was on, on the dollar, not on on a fundamental thing. So, uh, modest move in the rest of the tech sector. Uh, elsewhere, you see some of these. Um, uh, food stocks that are a little bit weak here. I see Hormel made some comments. Bird flu could hurt supply chain for Turkey here. So, <laughs> yes, there's uh, consumer stocks are a little bit to the downside. So uh, Hormel, uh, Tyson, some of those other food names uh, uh, to the weak side uh, here. As for what the market wants right now, there's two things the market wants. W- Number one, it wants the supply chain issues to ease up and it wants a soft landing. So the supply chain, there's been some pretty positive comments in the last few days. You see Daimler truck said they're pushing past the chip shortage. You see Foxconn, was a few days ago but they said the manufacturing is at more normal levels volkswagen talked about better semiconductor supplies so it's trending the news is trending better in this area the real problem the market's got is the goldilocks problem that's what i call it to get a soft landing you need goldilocks what's goldilocks it's just right on the data that we need now so the, if the data is too strong the fed is going to keep hiking put up the next full screen there and if the data is too weak we have recession fears. So people are having a hard time putting this all together. And the problem is there's not a cohesive narrative. So everything keys off of the inflation data, essentially. So yesterday we were down because the ISM was too strong and everyone was afraid of the the Fed was going to keep hiking. Today, ADP, so job growth slowing. Obviously, the market's a little more concerned about the Fed hiking uh, at this point here. Uh, So Friday's economic data is going to be really important again. So we want to show slowing, but not too much slowing. So ISM service you know, we want 56. That's fine because it's down from April and 57, but it's still up. It's still growth over 50. Non-farm payrolls, 328. That's goldilocks last because it's lower than last month, but it's not really dramatically lower. So we've got to figure out if we can get strong numbers from these. If, if we get really strong economic data, way above, David, we're certainly going to roll over again. Right now, it's just a very difficult, confusing time getting the narrative straight. But again, Goldilocks, let's get things right in the middle, and the market will be fine. David, back to you. Bob,
0: thank you. Bob Pisani. All right, before we head to break, let's give you a quick uh, bond report, if we can do that. Take a look, of course, at how treasuries are faring this morning. You've seen them a little bit here, a little bit there. But there it is again, the 10-year, 2.92, moving up a bit uh, in yield. You see the 30 years above 3%. We'll be right back.
1: Guidance is really impacted by foreign exchange. I think that that is what we could not see, that we have now had to consume about $600 million of foreign exchange changes since our investor day, since we first gave guidance last November. And if you look at that deacceleration of, for example, the yen since March, I mean, I've never seen anything like it.
0: That was perfect. That's Benny off with you a couple of days ago after Salesforce reported earnings. And in light of what we got this morning
2: from Microsoft saying, right. hey, Fed, uh, FX headwinds are going to hurt our earnings per share. Right. Well, Salesforce was up at $1.20 after that because people realized that uh, it wasn't a false news. It was a false interpretation of the news. So people were selling Microsoft. I'm going to tell people my 12 o'clock meeting, uh, my club, club meeting. Fire. Real quick, uh, Mad. Okay, we tonight. have uh, the company rang the bell. Yep. it's a very niche company it's kind of interesting and then I have Dow which is going to be another company we're going to ask him about currency Jim Fitterling, boy he bought a ton of stock well, there's another much guess lower. that you took away from us that's good Okay. well it's
0: that, yeah. a no brainer <laughs> speaking of when we come back first of all we get Sarah okay. Eisen so we get her and then we also get Lyle Brainer. keep it here
2: You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street.
3: This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, package and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.